Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, We're in the book of John right now. Before we go there real quick, let me remind you, uh, as always, I say this over and over, but I think it bears repeating a couple of things. Uh, Do share these time together with other folks, okay, with your family, your friends, and your loved ones, your enemies. Uh, whoever, uh, do tell them about this time uh, and just explain to them what we do. We just simply look at the Word of God, just uh, really briefly. It's always less than 10 minutes long, often less than that. And uh, we just simply look to see what the Word says. Usually not in great detail or anything, but just take a few moments just to reflect upon it. And then also, uh, if the Lord leads you to uh, support us, you can go to what's called a Patreon website, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, and just search for my name, Dale Moore. You can go to my website. you find links to all this stuff. You can find links to all the Bible studies we've done previously, all sorts of resources, just tons of stuff on the website. So anyway, I appreciate, appreciate it. Thank you so much. In John chapter 6, we saw this in the last episode, that Jesus had moved on. Okay, In the first verse, it said, after these things, he went to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. And that there was a large crowd that was following him, and they were doing so because of the signs that he was performing on those who were sick. He was healing people. So Jesus comes up to a mountain, and he sits down with his disciples. And then the scripture tells us that the Passover feast was near. It was just about to come. And Jesus looks up. Remember that phrase? He lifted up his eyes. He saw this large crowd coming to him. And he looks over to Philip, and he says to Philip, Where are we to buy bread so that these may eat? And a lot of assumptions right there, a lot of things like, okay, is it our job? Is it our role to feed those that are following us? It's not like we've put out a sign and said, okay, folks, let's go. It's not like we put this caravan together. But then the sixth verse gives us some insight. This he, that's Jesus, was saying to test him, that's Philip. Jesus was testing Philip. Now, the Lord will never tempt us. He will not tempt us unto sin. But there will be times that we will be tested in the midst of things. The last part of verse 6 says this, For Jesus himself knew what he was intending to do. By then, he knew what Father wanted him to do. But he asked Philip this question, testing him. Well, testing him in what way? Well, just as the Lord does things with us, things come our way. He allows things to come our way that reveal our heart that reveal our intent, that reveal the true us, right? So he asked Philip this question. Well, Philip answers in verse 7. So Philip answered Jesus saying this, 200 denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them for everyone to receive a little. (laughs) So Philip is thinking totally in the natural, as we all would. Okay, he's looking, he said, man, you know, however much money this is worth right here, $10,000 wouldn't be enough to buy each one of them a taco, okay? Just a portion of a bread, just a little bit would not be sufficient. So he's looking in the natural, and he's wondering, you know, there's just no way. We don't have enough money to do this. And he's sort of letting Jesus know, well, you know, the provision of man right here is not going to suffice. Well, verse 8, something happens. One of his disciples Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said of him, 
Uh, there's a lad over here. There's this boy over here who has five barley loaves and two fish. But what are these for so many people? And again, Andrew's in the same way. He lets Jesus know, okay, hey, there's this guy, we've, this young boy over here we found that we could raid his lunch maybe. He has five barley loaves and two fish, and this was the, uh, the, the lunch of a poor person with the barley loaves, okay? This is not much at all. And Andrew's acknowledging that. He says, what is, this, what is this compared to what the need is here? And so you can see that the disciples are getting sort of worried because apparently there was some sense of expectation that they were to do something because of what Jesus was saying. Well, watch what happens. And you know the story, but give heed to it because it's a beautiful account. Verse 10, Jesus said, have the people sit down. Now, there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down in number about 5,000. That's 5,000 men. Verse 11, Jesus then took the loaves and having given thanks, he distributed to those who were seated. Likewise, also of the fish as much as they wanted. Now, John doesn't mention it, but I think one of the other uh, gospel mentions that he looked up to heaven and gave thanks, lifting his high eyes to heaven. I believe it says that. So he says here, and he, Jesus distributed to those who were seated, and he did so to the disciples. He broke the bread, and he gave it to the disciples, and they gave to the people. Verse 12, when they were filled, he said to his disciples, gather up the leftover fragments so that nothing will be lost. Jesus was into leftovers, okay? He said, don't let anything go to waste. So the disciples go, verse 13, so they gathered them up and filled 12 baskets with fragments from the five barley loaves, which were left over by those who had eaten. <laughs> you notice it's just the barley loaves that were left over right there, okay? What happened to the fish? Well, they ate all the fish up. Yeah, the, the fish was gone. Well, why was there no remnant of the fish? Yeah, that's an interesting question, huh? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, they didn't have refrigeration back then. Everything was fresh, okay? And so the fish would not hold over uh, two or three days like the barley loaf. A fish was not a leftover type of meal, okay? You ate all there was of that. So verse 14 tells us this. Therefore, when the people saw the sign which he had performed, they said, this is truly the prophet who has come into the world. See, there was a sense among the Jews, an expectation of the one spoken of within the prophets, of the prophet who would come into the world, the one who would save them, the one that we call the Redeemer. There was anticipation of one that would be the forerunner of the main one, but this one here is speaking of one that is the prophet, and they begin to realize, surely this is the one. Now, they're thinking, again, just from a physical point of view. How do I know that? Well, because of what it says in verse 15. Let's just read it. So Jesus, perceiving that they were intending to come and take him by force to make him king, withdrew again to the mountain by himself alone. See, Jesus knew the motivation of their heart. They saw what had happened here. They're thinking this is a prophet. So they were going to come as the people, and they were going to literally, it's a taking by force take him by force, and then make him king. That's how the mindset of man does. The mindset of man does not wait upon the perfect timing of God. We seek to take things by force. As well-intended as it may be, we seek to take it by force. We actually take the will of God by force and say, well, I know God wants me to do this. I know this. I'm going to do it this way. I think we would learn many lessons from David. 
King David, who even though he was anointed as king, did not ascend to the throne for some 15 to 20 years. And we don't know exactly how long, but it was quite a long period of time before he actually ascended to the throne, though he had been anointed king. Jesus was not going to allow that to happen. He wasn't going to allow them to take him by force to make him king. He knew what was up on their heart. We'll see later on that all this is motivated by the fact that he provided free food. Okay, they'd seen the great signs of healing they were following. Now they get a free meal out of five barley loaves and two uh, fish of bread. Who would not want this person to be king to provide everything for you, <laughs> right? That's the way the world's thinking. That's the way the mind of man thinks. But Jesus says, no, 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 I'm not having anything to do with that. What's the bottom line for us? We can know that whatever the Lord has provided for us, that he can take it and do great and wonderful things out of it. Don't get distracted by what you see in the natural. Keep your mind, keep your attention, keep your focus upon him. As he says in the Sermon on the Mount, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and he'll add all these things to you. Okay? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.